Hey guys, welcome to the Value 2 Project. I'm Jacob. And I'm Jerry. What's up? And we're your hosts. So basically in this podcast, what we're going to be doing is, uh, all honesty, man, just shooting the shit, but um, on a serious note, just talking about life and different controversial ideas. And pretty much what we believe about those ideas. And guys, honestly, we're just regular guys trying to find the answers just like everybody else. We don't necessarily know, you know, um, we, we understand that there's a formula for success, um, but there's different several different ways to get there and um, what we really want to stress in this podcast is that you have to approach this entire process with a sense of humility. Alright guys, so we'll get right to it. In this podcast, we're going to talk about what it means to have a 100 year vision. So with that, let's get started. Alright dude, I'm going to put the timer on this coffee Mm -hmm. and when the timer goes off, we shall drink and we will see... If the podcast gets hype or not, because we're both going to be heavily caffeinated. Heavily caffeinated. Dude, so we were talking about uh, um, on, our way to, on our way to Walmart, we were talking about like little girl issues that we're having over here, mm-hmm. which suck, because girl issues are fucking stressful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a single dudes. Um... So there was a girl uh, that I was seeing up in Atlanta for like, dude, I think it lasted like six weeks. So I'm really? actually, la- I'm like actually like surprised it lasted that long. Yeah. What was her name? I'm not gonna say her name. Okay. We'll call right. her Stacy. Stacy. We'll call we'll call her Stacy. Stacy's mom has got okay. it going yeah, on. That's dude, she did have it going on. I'll give her that. She had them yeah. Dude, she had them. <laughs> Dude, so imagine uh, one of my favorite sounds is the uh, stirring macaroni and cheese in the pot. Oh, and it was like, hold on, hold on. Waka, 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 waka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, Dude, but gushy, we, gushy. But we were talking about, uh, yeah, she was thick. I loved it. Mm. She wasn't like fat though. Like she had no. a flat tummy. And then we were talking about that, like, there's a fine line between thick and fat. Oh, yeah. And it really kind of comes to, like, that the girl doesn't have to have six-pack abs or anything like that, because that doesn't exist. Like, no. Unless you, like, yeah, inject them CrossFit chicks or something. But even that's, like, I don't know. Sometimes they can overdo Dude, it. Dude, those CrossFit chicks are intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Like, have you ever been with one of the chicks like that? I haven't. I haven't, but I kind of want to try it. Dude, so... So a chick, if you're ever with a chick that's like a super hard body, mm-hmm. what we, dude, we were talking about, uh, I call it the speed bump, like where she's on her stomach and like you hit it from behind, but like her shit is like, she's laying, it's essentially a doggy, but she's laying down. Yeah. And when you hit it from behind, bro, them butt cheeks are firm. <laughs> like, you know, when like you have that clack, 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 yeah. clack, when you hit them, it's cheeks. not like a clack. No, clack, it's, clack. it feels like steel. Yeah. It's like ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm done. Oh, yeah, you can't even play like bongos on the booty, bro. Like, no. <laughs> but when you got the soft booty, though, it's just like, yeah. You see the ripples and it jiggles a little bit? Yeah. I'm into it. Anyway. Yeah. Bigger we were talking bigger. about it. It just it just ended last night. Hmm. And it was, uh, the way it ended is she asked me to like, describe what my real intentions are and I thought mm-hmm. I was clear up front so for context it's like I just got divorced six months ago I was married for two and a half years mm-hmm. you know all that other kind of 
of stuff. But now I'm, like, getting back out into the dating world and stuff like that. And I had been on, like, a few dates, um, like, hooked up with a couple chicks and stuff like that, but nothing to the degree of, like, a pseudo-relationship or, like, a fuck buddy. Mm -hmm. Um, And, dude, I don't even know if I did it right because it was, like, I would stay over, you know, we would go out and do stuff. It was, like, very much a, like... A companionship thing mm-hmm. as much as it was like hey like we're both human beings and we're horny and mutual yeah. yeah like let's let's fuck or use each other for sex um but i could kind of tell like she wanted it to be more and that's how all i feel like all those arrangements and somebody always wants more right and so like that's the hard part about you know having a friend with benefits or whatever um but yeah she was a little upset i was honest you know mm. how'd you uh, break it to her i broke it to her like hey you know uh i'm gonna be honest with you like i'm not really looking for like when you say you don't want cream right? commit no i'm good yeah oh you got that natural bliss that's good yeah, yeah. let me get a spoon real quick yeah you're good so it was kind of like i'm listening Yeah, man. I mean, it was. I was just like, hey, I was up front, and um, hey, I'm not ready for a relationship, and here's why. And you know, I'm building a business. You know, I'm running a family business. Um, I'm transitioning. You know, job offers in Boston, and you know, trying to trying to hook some stuff up. I don't know how long I'm really going to be here, like in Columbus. Mm-hmm. And you know, my mindset's just not really like hey, I want to settle down, be stable, and, you know, right. have a girlfriend and stuff like that. Maybe with the right chick, like, of course, right? And you hear stories like that all the time. It's just like, I, I think Stacy and I were too, like, different. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, like, hey, I'm, like, she was very successful, like, and very good at what she did in the medical field. Um, but in terms of personalities, like, she was just into some different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm just very much focused on what it is that I, what I'm doing, and she knew that, and she knew that up front, and dude, she still a, caught feelings though. Dude, she still caught feelings, and me being like focused and motivated and like bossing my ass to like yeah. do what I'm doing, bro. I've been in the situation before, right? This is mm-hmm. how like that was a big part of my marriage too. It's like. Chicks say that they want to play, and they say they want a man that's, like, like that, yeah. until they don't. And when they realize, like, the sacrifices that come with hustling like that... Then they're like, oh... They're shit. like, ooh, this isn't what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what did you think this was, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't, I'm not different, you know? I'm still me, and I still make time for you, but, I, like, I, I make yeah. time for you. You know, but this I'm is not, the plan, like, the shit's in motion now. The shit's in motion. And yeah. it's like, hey, this is who I am. You know, I don't know if this is the way that I'm always going to be, but a very big part of me wants to be, like, working on this and, like, trying to make it and being, you know, level up my family. You know, mm-hmm. me personally, I have this 100-year vision, you know, yeah. and it's my family unit 100 years from now and how it is that I want to set, you know, not just me up for success and my kids up for success, but my grandkids and my great grandkids and then everything after that, you know, kind of like right. the Rockefeller model. 
Yeah. And we had talked about that before. Like, I feel like, and let's just use, like, my life as an example. And a lot of other people think like this, too. Like, you know, you go to high school, you know, take the SAT, whatever bullshit, and then, you know, you get into a good school, um, you know, bust your ass in college, get a good job, and now you're off, you know, doing whatever, um, whatever it is, you know, that you set to do. But it's almost like, okay, I'm going to do A, B, and C, and then I'm going to get a family and you know, everything's just going to be good. I'm going to, you know, be able to, to retire with my, um, you know, funds or whatever in my family, you know, at least, you know, wife and kids are going to be taken care of. But nobody seems to like, at least not, uh, I won't say nobody, but a lot of people, the majority of people don't think like long term. So like my children's children's children, you know, yeah. so to you, like, what does that hundred year model like mean? Like unpack that a little bit yeah dude so it's like dude I, I firmly believe this so when i meet somebody you know which is why we're really good friends um because i think we're both like this is whenever i, I think people should learn how to like see outside of themselves and like mm -hmm. act outside of themselves um in the sense of like dude it, it's really easy just to be super self-absorbed like the entire time and dude, we should be, right? Like, it's our life. Like, it's yeah. our experience. It's not anybody else's. To a degree, like, you have to be selfish, right? And so, mm -hmm. however, when, I think when you understand that when you invest in people, you know, mm -hmm. and when you build not just stuff for you, but for everybody, and you contribute value to everybody, you know, that's when you start getting into, like, legacy when and that's when you start building legacy as an individual and as a self-absorbed selfish individual um which we all inevitably are mm -hmm. and, and nothing will ever change that yes. um i don't care how nice or how serving or how whatever you are um yeah. you do those things because they make you feel good yeah self-gratification self-gratification to some degree otherwise you wouldn't do it nobody exactly. nobody's built to like go full tilt selfless service there was only one person that did that and that was Jesus right. right and he did it all the way to death and so for me it's like when when you can see outside of yourself and you can reach across the table or mm -hmm. you know whatever it is that you're doing across the video if you're making a video or the social media post or whatever mm -hmm. uh, or in the speech to an audience or a crowd and you can provide value to that to that person or those people you know people start to their lives start to change for the better right mm. and so it's like um and this is part of the reason one of the big reasons why i believe you know entrepreneurship and business is so important and that you know we keep capitalism alive so that we don't quench the entrepreneur spirit mm -hmm. because it's in those mediums like companies like amazon like microsoft like these huge companies were like everyone focuses on the individual like jeff bezos with amazon or bill gates with you know Microsoft like oh this dude's worth so many billions of dollars and they get so fixated on that but they forget like how much value like these guys have created and the ripple effect that their actions had to build a company and then the systems that their company built to scale and then how like that's completely changed the world or even the way that you and me like interact with 
people. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they Jeff Bezos is worth 130, 140 billion dollars. The right. richest man in the world right now. And they asked him, "Hey, do you feel bad about the wealth that you have?" And he's like, "No. Amazon's a trillion dollar company." Is like that means I created 860 billion dollars of value for everybody else right and so it's like he's not just eating himself like it's no and and most of his wealth comes from amazon stock right and so Mm -hmm. his 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 net worth and his value is directly tied to how well amazon does dude he's the ceo of amazon you know Mm -hmm. and if you watch videos from the 90s of when jeff bezos was busting his ass like driving packages himself living humbly like the part that nobody wants to talk about dude or do or do yeah which is why most people aren't like successful that way Mm. but yeah that's really what the hundred year vision is about it's about being able to see outside of myself provide value to the person across the table Mm -hmm. you know and and it's a little bit of a discipline man right like all it's genuine like i can't not i can't fake it and Mm so but but the idea is like hey how do i build habits and how do i build a mindset towards like everybody that i interact with like they have a positive experience with me and they become a fan of me they like me and they want to you know continue to engage whether that's in business whether that's a root you know, in friendship or a relationship you know mm-hmm. you i want it to be made that were your interactions with me either that be me personally or my family <clears throat> or my companies or whatever uh, or the products that you buy for me they're all quality and they all make it they're the best and you know they make your situation better mm-hmm. and so the 100 year vision is essentially like how do I map actions it's essentially a discipline to be like let me make decisions right now that are good for a 100 year timeline right not quick money now or use up a relationship now you know which is why like i feel a little conflicted about like the whole like dating thing right now you know mm-hmm. like in a way like dude i feel a little bit i feel bad like for stacy in a way because like she caught feelings and i didn't mainly because of where the focus was at right right like i liked her a lot granted there were a little incongruencies with the personalities but you know i cared for her you know i treated her right um I, i'd like to think so i did i, I didn't ignore her or anything like that yeah. I, and you go, I mean, just to be clear, like you told her what it was. Up yeah, front. I told her what it was. Yeah. And so uh, even if she, you know, and to, to a degree, like she doesn't agree that, mm-hmm. you know, I was super upfront, but I don't know. We had multiple conversations about it and she knew where I was at. Yeah. And so. And I think I remember you telling me one time that you told her or that she would like joke and be like, yo, whenever you want to end this, just let me she know. She did. Yeah. Um. But I get it. Some of that stuff's a defense mechanism, right? Yeah, bitch saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, you know, they are. I love women, but, dude, sometimes, like... But, dude, women are just emotional, man. Yeah. And fucking, we're out here trying to execute and, like, build something. And yeah. I'm sorry. Like, and, and then coming back to it, like, that's why I feel kind of bad, right? Because mm-hmm. in a way, and, like, I even had the conversation with her yesterday. Like, and in our conversation and like letting her go, it was like, hey, you know, I, and I said this, I hope you don't feel like you wasted your time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like your life, I hope you feel like your life is better from having met me and this spent experience. time with me. Dude, because we would talk about, like, we would have fun and stuff like that. But, dude, we had some cool conversations, man. Like, I learned yeah. stuff from her and, you know, um, you know, a lot of people don't 
think like me or us. And so a lot of the time it's like, wow, like, hey, I'm hearing this from the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, hey, you know, I don't know, maybe see it, it see it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, it's like, hey, be grateful for the time that we had because I am, you right. know, I feel like I'm better for having spent that time with you. I learned more about, you know, women. I learned more about like women, like women like you. Um, mm-hmm. And then I learned, you know, a lot about myself. Right? Like I'm coming out of divorce. Like this is one of the longer, like, I guess, female relationships that I've had that was a little bit more on like the romantic side, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Oh no. Like I got mixed feelings about it. I don't know if it's the best like way to act in lieu of like a hundred a hundred year like vision. But yeah. at the same time it's like yo, You're big dog big dog's gotta eat. Like the sexual flirts at his body, bro. Like yeah. if you're gonna let me hit it, I'm gonna hit it. Yeah. Like It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But it's up to you, right? Like Right. It's everything's consent, so it's like if you let me and then you let me hit it raw, like I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hit it do raw. it. <laughs> I won't pull out, but like I ain't trying to get no babies or anything like that. But uh Get them yams. Yeah, man, um So you're a wait. Speaking of yams, you're a butt guy, right? Or are you a boob guy? Or are you both? You gotta have both. I'm both, but I mean With if I had though, if I, I had to like chop you... one off, I I'd chop the titties off. <laughs> you chop the titties I, off? I just like the yams, man. Yeah, I'm with you. No. Stacy had both. She did. Yeah. You said she was a, a nurse too, right? Yeah, she's a nurse. Oh, yeah. The worst kind. Really? Slash piss. I mean, I heard they're pretty, pretty freaky. Pretty freaky. So. Dude, it's like a. I've heard this the same thing about flight attendants. Mm. Speaking of flight attendants, so yesterday, right? I was coming from Denver, and um. Gunning, not. I mean, she's kind of an older lady. I mean, Dude, probably that's okay. like that's like my fantasy is to have sex with a forty-year-old lady. Yeah, she was bad though. <laughs> so when I say older, I'm talking like maybe late thirties, early forties. Okay. Yeah, still in the game. But um, you know how they're like walking up and down the aisle and like helping people with their bags and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, I was like sitting in the in the emergency row, right, and. You know how like there's that extra space like in between the seat, yeah. Um, and the and the person in front of you, so like she like for whatever reason, um, well not for whatever reason like there's more space right there, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like she like basically stood right there, and was like helping people, you know, like directing traffic or whatever. And so I'm a dude, I can't help but look. <laughs> Big ass booty just like sitting oh, in my face. Man. I'm just like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna like, eat that. Not even yeah. edible? Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. It was edible. Like, shit was fat. And I even think she caught me looking, but... I mean, that's all right. Yeah, it's whatever. And did she look at your booty or what? I was sitting down. Did she sneak a... Did she sneak a peek? She did keep looking, though. Like, really? I did, I did catch her eye. Damn. I did catch her eye, so... Wait, so what do you do with that? How do you hit on the flight attendant? Like, that's my deal. How do you hit on the flight yeah. attendant? How do you hit on the flight attendant? I don't know. Yeah. How do you hit on the flight attendant? I mean, I guess you could be like, um... So, okay, so well, have you ever come across a flight attendant that's like, 
Bumble, Tinder, or Hinge profile. Yeah. So but it's like they're always on the go, so it's like... They are always on the go, and that's the way they brand themselves. Yeah. And so it's like, hey, I'm here for a day or two, like, let's hang out. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, of course, like, that's how they get the reputation that they have. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, if I was a dude, and my girlfriend or my wife was a flight attendant, you know, I'd be nervous as fuck all yeah. the time. Different cities every night, different... I mean, some of them shit, different countries. Yeah. And they get per diem, so they're going out and drinking. And you They get per diem? Yeah, bro. Like, okay, think about it. Because they get their per diem for their hotel stay, and then mm-hmm. they get meals and stuff. Like, if they got to stay overnight. Dude, it's like us, bro. Like, we when we go TDY, how much... On average, we're getting, like, 60 bucks a day just to eat. Yeah. Yo, we go TDY, like, it's... Like, dude, it's lit. I didn't like, even realize it. Yeah. I just thought since it was, like, some big, you know, like, company, like, they just... Hey, we got it. No. Like, almost like a blank check. I'm pretty sure they get some kind of, like, daily per diem for mm-hmm. both hotels and, like, food and stuff. That would make the most sense. Yeah. So think about it. It's like a lifestyle. Yeah. Think about me or you on TDY. Like, the mindset's different, bro. Yeah. It's more you like, like, fuck. <laughs> like Kwan was saying. Like Kwan said, nah, this is money I already spent, yeah. so yeah. shit. I'm gonna or, get it back. Or, like, everyone's single on TDY, you know? Yeah. And it's just, like, it, it's fucked up, but... <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's like that for flight because that's their job. Like, yeah. Anyway, place to place. Man, I can't decide, uh, dude. When we were uh, in Atlanta for Super Bowl weekend, mm-hmm. I still got them pictures on my phone. By the way. Oh really? Yeah. Um, those were fun. That, that was, was a, that was a fun that was a good night. weekend. Yeah, that was a good weekend. Um, that got way too litty. Like that one chick drinking like a damn fish. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know how she was doing it. With the, the the little one? Uh, yeah, what's her name's friend? Um, Kiki. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, her. We'll call her... Uh, what should we call her? Kiki. With, no, the little one. The, she was a flight attendant. We'll oh, call her... She was a flight attendant? Yeah. We'll call Damn. her Charlie. Okay, Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> you bit me finger. You bit me. But yeah, yeah, she could drink I, she, like a damn fish. Like she was bad. She was yeah. like closet bad though. Yeah, but you could tell she had kind of like a freaky side to her. One hundred percent. Yeah, because I think she had like noodles. Because did we go to like a faux place or it was some did. kind of Asian? We went, to, we went to a Vietnamese place. Yeah, and I don't know if you were drunk yet, but I was definitely drunk at that point. I was working my way there. I was yeah. acting a fool. The way she slurped that noodle though. <laughs> Yo, she had a mean slurp on that noodle, I'm just saying. Dude, okay, so what gave it away was like, dude, I don't know how many bars we went to. It was a lot. We were all over Atlanta. It was a lot. And, dude, she knew dudes at every single place we went to. Yeah. And it was, I was just Yeah, because remember we were walking to the liquor store and then, like, she was like right next, like she was on the outside, like on the street, like closest to the street. And I remember, like, walking past, and, like, I look, like, next to me, because we were having a conversation, and she wasn't there. And so I was like, what? And so I turned around, <laughs> and, like, she's all, like, hugging some dude, and, like, and dude was like, hey. It was all big up? black guys, too. Yeah. Dude, and I was trying to get some that night, and I was like, dude, I can't complete against the big <laughs> black guys. Dude, the most that I got from Charlie was being in the back of... Um, Orango's Honda Accord. Yeah. And then she... Because remember we were passing the bottle. 
Yes, we were yeah. passing the bottle, and I started calling her. Uh, oh fuck! As something with Bay, and then her like name like attached yeah, yeah, yeah. to it. And then and she, she was going along with it. Like she, she was, was eating that shit up. She yeah. was, and then she started hugging up on me. Yeah, we weren't like kissing or anything like that. But no, I feel like that would have been. But she was going out of her way because we were both in the back seat. Yeah, and she was like in the front, like. And then when we packed passenger, and then we we, we took an Uber and we put we put four people in the back seat. Yeah, that was clutch. Because I had to, like because yeah. I was forced to put my arm around her. Yeah, and she got real. She got real. She like was putting her hand on yeah. hand on my stomach and stuff. I was like, yes. Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of sad for you when they um left because yeah, I think we were still we, at we were at like a bar or something. No, it was when we were eating the uh, the, the. I think we the Roma the, the, the Roma in a hole. Remember that? that oh, that's what they, oh, yeah, dude, I was trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they they left Good like sandwich. right after that. Yeah. Yo, plug for meatballers. That was an awesome food truck. Yeah. Is, is that is that was so that the, the food truck is called truck? meatballers, and okay. the thing that we had was a Roma and a hole. Yeah, shout out to meatballers because that shit was good. It's a weird sounding sandwich, but it was one of the best yeah. sandwiches I had. Yeah. And it's not and it's not because we were drunk. Like objectively, it's a good sandwich. Yeah, I took a bite and I was like halfway sober. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's I, a good ass yeah, sandwich. Yeah. Fucking. I splooged my pants. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. Oh, damn. But wait, did they leave first? or I thought we left first. And we left them there. Because we caught the Uber, and we went back to the Airbnb. and then. They, but they didn't come back with no, us. No, they didn't come back with us. Yeah, yeah we might have left first. I don't know. I think we left first. Yeah. I was pretty thrilled, though. I was pretty tired. I was ready to go down. Yeah. I definitely was not getting hard that night. No, it was, it was rough. And you and I were sleeping in the same bed, so that would yeah, have been awkward. <laughs> Yeah, I've awkward. done it before, and it's like, but it is a little awkward when you wake up. Yeah, you would have had to go to, sit with a rango to morning wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Diff- different subject. Let's change like, it. I was like, oh man, it smells like sex in here. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, so like, <clears throat> I guess changing gears a little bit, cause like th- this whole like hundred year plan like dynamic thing is. Do you have I talked like to you about still, it before? Or is this the first time you're hearing about it? I think it's the first. Well, so we, we, we kind of skated around it a little bit, just talking about, like, I think you said, like, you wanted to have, like, $40 million in the bank, like, in the next 10 years or something like that. $10 million in the bank by the time I'm 40. By the time you're 40. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. So, like, you kind of broke it down a little bit as, like, in, in terms of, like, okay. the steps that yeah, you needed to, like, take there. But, like, as far as, like, going into detail, I don't think we really... Mm-hmm. Talked about it too much, but and that's the difference. So the ten million in the bank by the time I'm forty. So, so to, today when we were at breakfast, mm-hmm. we were talking about the difference between macro views and micro views. Mm-hmm. The micro view is very much like learning skills, tactics, you know, the systems and processes mm-hmm. to get like a specific like thing done. And the macro view is being able to see where that fits in the bigger scheme. So like mm-hmm. this that happens. The macro is the strategic, so knowing what to focus on, and then you narrow down and you work on that, and you come mm-hmm. out, and then you narrow down and you work on the other shit that gets you closer to whatever that big overarching goal is. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the macro is this 100-year view, because it's the only thing that I can control, like in my lifetime, right? Right. And the micro, you know, and it's a bigger piece of the micro, is like 10 million by the time I'm 40, and then breaking it down, it's like, hey, this is how I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's the no shit, head down focus. And that's, you know, that's where I'm at 
right mm-hmm. now. And it's like, hey, I got the real estate thing going, you know, uh, the products and all that other kind of stuff going as well that um, that I'll inevitably learn and be successful at just because it's like, you know, it's just grinding it out when other people yeah. aren't willing to do that. Yeah. Um, but then you talk about, like, the focus um, piece too. So, like, just to kind of give you all some context, um, we talked about, like, at breakfast it was – um, like the focus piece, like um, understanding. I think the word, yeah, I think we, yeah, it was formula, right? Formula. So talking about like getting caught up in the formulas and like understanding the process um, that it takes to execute like certain tasks or certain certain. Yeah, we'll just say tasks. Yeah. And then you got on the other end is like the analytical piece. So like. Um, creative thinking um but just let's just say thinking in general understanding like like you were saying like the macro view and um we were talking about like i kind of use my own personal experience of um kind of leaning more towards like the 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 formula side you know when it comes to um looking at problems and 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 living life almost so like you're constantly looking for okay like how can I do this um to achieve a certain result and that's I mean there's nothing wrong with that but you you can't be one dimensional yeah um is is kind of what we were talking about exactly so um and then on the other side like you have like the the analytical piece or or just or just thinking about stuff and like that's where like the Jeff Bezos um piece kind of came in and you were talking about how with Amazon and stuff like they don't he he he's he could give a shit about like the 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 formula because he's already passed that he's already yeah. you know he, he he's had several reps at that so now it's okay the company's already like a a, a self-sustaining like machine i need to f- focus more of my time on like the the thinking piece right yeah and being able to i guess navigate this company for the long term yeah, the future. Yeah. How how is the company can continue going to innovate and focus on the right things, right? Mm-hmm. And in the, in the case of business, right, you want to sell stuff that people want, and if it doesn't exist yet, then you make something that people don't even know what they want yet. That's why the iPhone is such a big deal, because mm-hmm. you know Steve Jobs created the iPhone, and dude, think about it. Like that was extremely revolutionary. Like, yeah. Both, what was it like? Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Yeah, it's like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when the first iPhone came out. Yeah. Um, but coming back to Jeff Bezos, yeah. So Jeff Bezos only works on stuff in the company. He, so Jeff Bezos works on Amazon three years from now. Mm-hmm. That's what him and his team does. And so they're just masters at understanding like understanding like future trends. You know, the execution of those ideas, what it is that people want, where the efficiencies can be made. You know, where they can continuously like disrupt. Um, like old archaic like institutions and other business models and how Amazon like dude it's just they have over a hundred billion dollars in cash bro cash 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 money cash money bro on the balance sheet that motherfucker says 100 billion plus cash yeah right and so like if you have those types of resources bro that is powerful yeah powerful you can do whatever the you're fuck your own you bank. Want. Yes, exactly. Like you're your own bank, you're your own fund. Like you have all the infrastructure. Like Amazon employs like hundreds of thousands of people. 
you just have this giant team to execute, like mm-hmm. whatever it is that you want. And then you have a CEO who mentality is day one. And the day one mentality is how can we continuously provide value and mm-hmm. continuously innovate? Because as soon as we stop doing that, we're a dying company. Right. So how can we continue to grow? How can we continue to innovate? And how can we continuously deliver a better experience for the people that it is that we want to sell to? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why fucking Amazon's so big. Like, right. Cause they continuously do that. And like he, as the CEO still does that, which is why he works three years in advance. Right. And so he's essentially just systemized like innovation mm-hmm. underneath the structure of, of, you know, that company. And so like he can afford to work on the big disruptive ideas because like, how much does it take to, you know, like probably one of the next things that Amazon will do is disrupt like big pharma, like big mm-hmm. pharmaceutical industry, right? He's going to make essentially what he's going to try to do and what he will do is make medicines cheaper and more accessible. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to have a lot of capital in order to do that and compete right. with the big companies. Because that's right? a multi-trillion dollar business in itself. Dude, huge business, yeah. right? But the way they're growing, like that's that's a... But they also, Plausible, like, but bro, they have the resources yeah. to do that. Yeah. It's, it's like when they bought Whole Foods, it's like, wait, why should good food and organic food be so expensive and unattainable for the regular person? Because it was an upper middle class luxury type, you know, grocery store and product. Right. And what did Amazon do as soon as they bought Whole Foods? Made it accessible for everybody. Yeah, they slashed yeah. prices like 40%. Like, yeah. It was crazy. And so and why did they do that? I don't know. I don't like know too much about like why Amazon made that move, but in terms of what's being right, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of goodwill, you know, so if you look at an account balance sheet, right, goodwill is monetized, so mm-hmm. you can measure a company's like popularity essentially, or like how much people adore a company, and that's part of its value. Mm-hmm. Like Amazon's is off the charts, dude. Yeah. Like crazy off the charts, and it's because they do shit like that. They actually come in. They take an idea or they take what is currently available and they solve those problems. They mm-hmm. solve con- consumers' problems over and over and over and over again. And that's how a company that goes in the mid-90s, what, 1995 is when they started, that's how a company in the mid-90s selling fucking books, like shipping them out from the little warehouse that they were in, goes to fucking dominating everything. Yeah. Because it's just that methodical of, dude, 20... 20, what, 24 years now, continuously trying to get better. That day one mentality, innovating, 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 solving problems, reinvesting, reinvesting back into the business, solving more problems, reinvesting back into business. And Jeff Bezos lived a humble life for a long time in mm-hmm. order for Amazon to grow. And that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, dude, I super admire that. And yeah. I try to enact that in my own business. Right. Because like that, if we're working on a 100-year time frame here now coming you, back to that yeah you, you have, have to, to be you, have yeah, to. you don't have a choice you're going to be the guy in your family like if you set that up you're going to be the guy in your family that makes the biggest sacrifice mm-hmm. but you have to be it has to be somebody right. you know and if we're trying to you know okay we'll just come back to christianity because we're both christian dudes right mm-hmm. jesus what did jesus do jesus died on the, the cross mission. well yeah that's what we're given but like and, and that's the only real duty that he gave us but essentially what Jesus did is he came down and he lived a life that nobody could live, that only he could do. Mm-hmm. 
And dude, he made tons of sacrifices and he did what he had to in order to impact the rest of the world. Right. But it took him to do it. Like somebody had to do it. And it was going to be him. If, and oh, by the way, he did it in what? 33? Yeah, 32, 33 years, years? When, yeah. He, when he died. And so it, it takes somebody. Somebody has to make the damn sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Somebody does. You know, and... The guys that do what they what what do those guys get in return? That people who don't do that do. What do those guys get? Everything. Well, if we think about like what's eternal is essentially the legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, people's thought and remembrance of you and the all the ripple effects that you've had positive through everybody's life. Influence. Influence. Right. You know all that stuff. Like that's what those guys get in return. It's intangible, but it lasts so much longer. Right. Like, we, dude, we still talk about Steve Jobs, and Steve Jobs died in 2011. Eight years ago. Yeah. Almost a decade, this motherfucker's been dead. And that's his, that's... We still talk about him. We still make impact. movies about him. Yes. Yeah. Why? Because he fucking, he didn't just give us this, the, the, I'm holding up an iPhone. Mm-hmm. He didn't just give us this, but dude, this was so huge. Yeah. This was fucking crazy. And they're on what? 10, 10 R now? Yeah, something 10X, like that. yeah, something like that. Some some crazy shit. But yeah, so let's. I mean, we live our lives on this thing. Like it's yeah, everything. His impact is crazy with one product, bro. One product. Steve Jobs did way more shit, but with one product, you know, Game his change. impact and legacy was fucking outrageous. Yeah, out fucking outrageous. So that's the thing that that that's the next step. I feel like is. Okay, we go back to these two models. So the the, the formula model and you know the the macro thoughts, view, the, the, the macro view, the thoughts. If you're gonna be a Steve Jobs, you know, and Elon Musk, and, or and Jeff Elon Bezos. Musk, yeah. we we've already established you you have to have that hundred year um, mind frame of in in order to to achieve that. So, breaking it down for the everyday person, you talk about like the disciplines. Yeah. Um, just thinking out loud, like how what what are some of those disciplines in your life that you feel that you've had to just say fuck it? You know, if 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 this is what I'm gonna do, like this is this is the the I have to do A, B, and C in order to be successful. And everybody has you know their own A, B, and C, like depending on. You know what what track you go down. So, yeah. what what do you think some of those are like for you? You know, man. I think like for me, it's very much rooted, and I think it would be look. And I'm not putting myself in the same category as those guys. Those guys are so much more farther ahead. They had right. huge cojones, like, and they they've achieved it. And a lot of those guys are still working to right. to innovate, right? But it's the um, same model. Essentially, it's the same mindset. And right, so, yeah, same mindset, yeah. and, and it really kind of does start with the mindset. And so, like, dude, it has to be genuine, bro. Like, and, and it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, for me, man, it's just like, dude, I genuinely just want to do this. Like, and there are a lot of sacrifices that come with doing that, but it's like, if I don't do it, like, there's going to be regret. And it, it, I'm incongruent with myself. Like, if I'm sitting on the couch and, like, watching TV for more than, like, 30 minutes, 
you know, on any given day, whether that be a weekend, like, mm-hmm. dude, I feel fucked up. Like, it doesn't feel right. Um, and that goes back to the whole thing that we were talking about, too. Like, I think I made the comment, like, a few weeks ago when we were hanging out. I was like, yeah, everybody deserves to be happy. And then you're like, no, fuck that. Like, you don't no, deserve to be happy. Like, yeah. And that kind of took me back because, like, I mean, that's like a cliche thing, you know, like everybody deserves happiness, this and that. But it's like, no, like if you're not if, if you have that inner conflict, like like what we were talking about earlier, like if it's something that, you know, you should be doing or could be doing, but you're not taking steps to do that. Yes. And you have that inner conflict. Yes. It's there for a reason. Exactly. So identify that reason and fix it. Take action, bro. Yeah. And that's how you be happy. And so, like, dude, it's kind of interesting. Like, uh, I got a lot of shit going on. And my life is a little bit stressful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel the mental stress, though, because um, dude, it, it, it's so much just a part of me, the activity, and, like, working and grinding and, you know, always being on the phone and, like, always doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, it just comes out. Dude, I just genuinely want to do it. Like, dude, I really, I really want to accomplish this. And it's not like, you know, what? it's not a really I want to. It's like, dude, I have to. Like, it's it's I it's a need. Like, I mm. must have it. I must have it. Yeah. We're all put here for a purpose. We're all here for a purpose, right? Yeah. Like, some people are cogs in the machine, right? Um, and some people create, and some people are are leaders for shit like this. Not everybody's built to be like that. And dude, you know, I don't even know if I would put myself in the same category as those guys because mm-hmm. I know other guys that are my age that are executing way bigger than me, mm-hmm. just way bigger than me. Um, but I want to be close to those guys and learn from those guys, which is why I'm really hoping the opportunity in Boston works out um, because it's being close to a guy who's our age, he's 26, mm-hmm. executing is about to sell his company for do tens of millions of dollars well, upwards of 100 mil he's right. 26 years old and so and that, I think you were telling me too right once he sells that it's on to the next it's company. on to the next one bro yeah. why, why why is it on to the next one because it's not about the money dude yeah he wants to do it he, he feels like he to has do. to do it he yeah. needs to do it yeah because he's built that way like he has to continuously build and innovate and create and solve in his case he's solving nonprofit problems so mm-hmm. he's a for-profit company solving problems for nonprofits to make to make nonprofits more efficient and increase their activity and volume of like donations and sales and stuff. Mm. So that like if you can increase the the goods coming into Goodwill and Goodwill can have more goods going out and they make more of a profit. Granted, they're they're a nonprofit company, right? But because they do stuff with that money after they pay their employees and overhead and all that kind of stuff. You know, that directly aids, like, what it is that Goodwill is investing in. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is that they're putting their money towards, right? Whether that be fighting homelessness or, you know, also the kind of stuff that Goodwill does. Um, or providing opportunities for other people. I know they do some stuff with education, and that's great. For him, like, he has to do that. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, I don't necessarily know what that is yet. Um, to be honest, I'm still very, like... I'm very money and family focused right now. Um, and, you know, dude, I'm from inner city San Antonio. Like, I don't have, I didn't grow up with, like, big ideas. I've had to develop, as I've seen more, like, I've just developed and have thought more. And just adapted my actions to do that. 
mm-hmm. but the, the 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 need and the desire to go out and do something big you know i don't necessarily know what it is yet but i do know that i can at least practice and make money bro by starting companies small companies and just getting the reps in making money and value 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 and like dude we were talking about here bro when i leave this neighborhood mm-hmm. dude they're gonna feel it they're gonna feel it big time why is that because like dude i busted my ass for these people mm-hmm. it was like whenever they call i was there three o'clock two thirty in the morning three o'clock in the morning or like hey dude just the other day one of my tenants was uh dude she was like crying mm-hmm. you know because she can't afford to do whatever whatever I was like, hey, you know, I worked with her a little bit. We figured out how to solve the problem, solve her problem. She feels better about it. Dude, and then we were just human beings. Like, man, like, we shot the shit for, like, 30 minutes to take her mind off of, hey, the bleak situation that she's in. Mm-hmm. She made some bad decisions, man. Um, you know, like, a, a lot of people aren't going to do that. Mm-hmm. And if you do do that, like, like you want you want to leave people wanting more. But you gotta keep you gotta keep growing, you gotta keep loving up, you gotta keep doing your thing. Can't continuously like be small and fall on the sword for all of this that's small. Like it's like, hey man, I'm sorry, this little neighborhood that I live in right now, I have to move on. because um, I wanna go and I wanna impact more people. Right. And have a bigger ripple effect and do the same thing that I did for you for more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maximize that. You know, and then that's how that fits into the hundred year vision. But dude, you got to do it on a small scale first. Yeah, because you got to learn how to do it. Humble like, beginnings. Yeah, and everybody starts that way, man. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's all that is, dude. I mean, in terms of like, you know, you asked me about kind of like success habits. I guess, dude, it's not really a whole lot, man. Like you. Like, honestly, if, if you have to have it and you have the desire and it's really there, dude, you'll do what you have to, to to get it done. And so right now, like, I'm building a products company. Dude, I'm waking up. So we don't have to be at PT until 6.30. Yeah. I'm waking up at 5. I shower. Uh, I shave and, you know, go to the bathroom, do my whole deal, get dressed. Dude, I work for an hour and then I leave and I'm at PT at 6.30. And then done at PT at 7.30, shower, I'm ready to go at 8. I work from 8 to 9 on the little business that I'm doing. So I'm already two hours into it. And then I work until lunch. I've been eating at my desk, like I pack a lunch and stuff. And then I work for an hour in the library right there, not super far away. Mm-hmm. And then I come back. And we work for the rest of the day. And then when I get off, I'm literally working from 4 all the way to like 8 or 9 o'clock at night. And so I'm still getting in like 6 to 7 hours or 7 to 8 hours of work on building this products business on top of working you know an eight to ten hour a day like doing what it is that we do Mm -hmm. you know on our day jobs so like dude that's a man that's a lot like it's a 16 to 18 hour day but if you feel like you going back to what we were saying if you feel like you need to do it but i need to do it i have to have it it doesn't seem like you know a struggle or it doesn't seem like a you know you're I mean, yeah, they're sacrificed, but to the to the person, it doesn't feel like sacrifice, right. though. Bro. To the per, well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, to the person, to the person on the outside, like looking at your situation, yeah, like, damn, true. like this motherfucker's like busting his ass, like he 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 really must want it. Because I mean, we talked about you kind of 
get comfortable being uncomfortable, if that makes sense. Dude, that's it's, one of the best things you can ever do for yourself. Yeah. Is be get comfortable being uncomfortable. Dude, of course, dude, starting anything for the first time, dude, it's painful. Dude, mm-hmm. habits are fucking brutal to change and form. Like, brutal. Mm-hmm. Because it's so uncomfortable, like, for... For that, what is it? it says twenty-one days to make a habit or yeah, whatever. Make a like, habit. Dude, that's it's, it's three weeks of straight suck. Yeah. Of whatever it is that is, you know. Yeah, this is coffee. This coffee's killing. Dude, it's a little warm in here. But, dude, it's not really habits. I don't really think in in that instance. I just, dude, everybody, everybody has done. Everybody has a story where they've done some crazy shit. Yeah. To get done what it what it is that they had to have, mm-hmm. whether that's like pay the bills for the family or like a finish like a marathon or a race or whatever kind of physical event, everybody's done something and pushed their limits to get what they had to have because you will get what you must have, you right. will inevitably everybody does. Mm-hmm. You just have to decide what that is, and some people can take pain for a long time, and that's a big measure of success. Right? How much pain can you endure for a long time? Um, some people don't like being uncomfortable for a long period of time because it's painful. Yeah. But if you learn to like the pain, you know, it doesn't well, become pain. Tolerate it. Yeah. It is tolerated better. I have a higher pain tolerance, and you, everybody knows like you can build pain tolerance. It's muscle memory again. Mm-hmm. You just got starting is the hardest part. It's hard, bro. That's why, like, that's why you want to surround yourself with. That's why you have to surround yourself with people mm-hmm. that that are gonna. I mean, because you can motivate each other. You have to, bro. Yeah. And if you don't have, like, I'm a one man show over here. Then it's like, okay, well, we live in the digital age now, mm-hmm. right? I'm in Facebook groups. Like, I'm talking with guys in Vegas and like other people who are doing what I'm doing. You know, uh, I'm watching YouTube videos. Dude, I fall asleep with headphones <laughs> on my head and listen to affirmations to keep myself motivated. Yeah. That, dude, that's the only way I could do it because there's nobody. I don't know anybody in my physical life life and circle mm-hmm. who is doing this. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, this uh, venture. Nobody. Nobody, bro. Like, so it was like, how, how the fuck do you stay motivated? I've always, and I've only gotten more and more and more and more motivated. It, that's the only way I can do it. Like I have to build my environment, and the way mm. that I build my environment now in the digital age is I only follow good stuff on Instagram. I only follow good stuff on Facebook. I'm subscribed to the YouTube video channels that are going to help me and mm. like progress me forward, uh, and that I can continuously learn. And it becomes ingrained. It's an obsession. It's the first thing I watch when I wake up. It's the last thing I watch when I go to bed. Mm. You know. All this shit. When I'm driving, you know, I'm listening to this shit. When I'm working out in the gym, I'm not listening to music, bro. I'm like podcasting or, you know, whatever. Whatever I have downloaded for the day. So it's constant. And speaking of podcasts, so like, I think you were, you you had told me about a few, but like this one in particular, I stumbled on. It was talking about like, um, it's, it's called like the one you feed. And it always like starts off with a parable. Talking about like the, something about like the wolf and... You know, um, one wolf's like super happy, and um, there's this other wolf on the other hand that's like, you know, super like angry and um, like just violent um, all around, and um, like they're in competition with each other, and like the little boy like 
I guess, ask his grandma or grandpa or whatever, like, dang, like, this is, like, a pretty intense battle, like, going on between these two, like, which one wins? And the grandma's, like, the one you feed. So, like, you talk about, like, you wake up every day um, or you go to bed at night thinking about um, or, or listening to, like, all these different, you know, words of affirmation um, or, or podcast or whether it be, like, the content and stuff that you're watching. Um, that's what I think about, you know, is, is are those thoughts and, and whatnot that you're feeding yourself, like the, you're, you're mentally creating that for yourself to be able to move forward and, and, yeah, and keep yourself motivated. Yeah, Cause it's, so. Dude, because it's hard. Like, I, I would say the best form of motivation is other people around you that are mm-hmm. doing it as well. Because uh, you can never discount, like, the human interaction. You know, mm-hmm. I think life is about people. Life is about relationships. Um, and they're the best medium and, and the way that we can live our, and that we should live our life. Mm-hmm. Um, so surrounding yourself with like-minded people and people who are doing what you were doing, that what you are wanting to do or doing it with you is the best way to stay motivated because mm-hmm. you stay accountable to each other. But if you don't have that, you know, and a lot of people complain because it's like, oh, I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, dude, n- me neither. Like, and if you don't have that, then you have to create it. And, dude, there are strategies to do that. Like, everything that I just explained is are the tactics that you need to do in order to create your environment and stay motivated and continuously learn in order to execute. Mm-hmm. And, bro, there are still times, to- like, there are times when I don't want to fucking do it. You know, like, I dropped the ball this morning. Like, I should have woken up early mm-hmm. and like hustled and done this shit and I was like yeah I worked a little bit like on my phone and stuff because you can now which is great and like we're just like sleeping in bed and, like for two hours for like was just kind of going ham on it but mm-hmm. I could have done more yeah and we but you could always do more but I could have done more and I know I should have but see that's the need that's the need like in you to want to do it but at the same time like so you're never going to feel like oh I did enough yeah you're right yeah. I mean dude sometimes I do like if it's like dude I'm if I'm exhausted at the end of the day I feel good mm-hmm. I see fucking great because I knew I put it all out there on the table mm-hmm. will I feel great today dude I don't know you know I don't know I hope mm-hmm. so like I'm gonna keep like I got messages in my queue right now from some of the suppliers that I'm trying to get samples from so I can like mm-hmm. execute and get stuff shipped over to Amazon but um I hope yeah. You know, and I control that. Um, we'll see, man. We'll see how motivated we are. But at the same time, like, I like days, like, dude, because it's been a while since we've hung out. Yeah. Uh, and, you know. Because we fucking go everywhere all the time. Yeah, dude, we're gone all the time. I hate it. But. Well, I don't hate it. I'll take that back. Like, it's, it's good training, you know, but, like, honestly don't have, like, a friend like this that we just, you know. You can go back and, and have these conversations. Um, and, like, I feel like each time we talk, it's always a piece of something that I take from it and I, you know, apply it directly to my situation. I'm like, okay, I got to do this. Or, like, even, like, coming in here, like, when I'm seeing all this shit that you got, you know, set up, it's like, fuck, man. Like, he's working. Like, I got to get on my shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and dude, like, I want you to get on your shit because yeah. you can help me stay on my shit. Yeah. So, like, we're, 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 definitely like feeding each other so yeah man like 
And even this podcast, like, dude, this podcast is about shooting the shit and like whatever it is that we come like across in our minds or through the day or whatever. Like, I want Mm -hmm. us to talk about it because like the good stuff, the bad stuff, the funny stuff, the stuff Mm -hmm. that's real about guys, like, hey, we're Christian dudes, but like, yo, like, we like to get fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we like chicks and stuff. But, (laughs) them yams. Dude, I need them. Oh, man. But, dude, I'm about to bust out a beer here in a little bit. Do I, it. I need a Modelo, but I need to finish this coffee. Modelo. Modelo. Um, like, this This feels like a very, actually, productive use of time. Yeah. Figuring out how to do that. Like, I never knew how to podcast before, and we yeah. literally just was like, all right. Went, went going to, to Best Buy? We're going to Best Buy. We're buying this one, and this is why we're buying this one, and then we're going to come home and, dude, look at my setup. We're going to get the actual, like, software and record and see what happens. Yeah. And now you have this. Yeah, now we have this. This, I don't know. I have no idea what this could turn into. Dude, I'm actually a little nervous about this. Me too. I'm not going to lie. So, like, when we first started, I was like, fuck, this is kind of, (laughs) like, this is kind of awkward, like, talking into a microphone. But then, like, as as you kind of, you know, engage into the conversation, you're like, okay, like, I can do this. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. But, like. Because it's like, this, this isn't, like, anything that really scripted or like that we wouldn't talk about literally like we were talking on a regular like, day no so Yo, no it's true like we do we like this is us on our on our normal day yeah and we do venture in from like you know being really stupid to yeah let's talk about something of substance because we're both trying to accomplish stuff but right dude okay well because we we talk about everything on the show and so it's like we're talking about like some girl situations over here and i'm a little Ooh. nervous i'm a little nervous because i'm still a single guy right yeah I'm a little nervous that, like, because we're going to make this successful to everybody. Yes. And, like, I'm going to tell people about it. <laughs> and so, like, if someone that you're seeing, like, is like, oh, okay, like, who the fuck is Stacy? Or, like, whatever. Yeah. And then you have to tell them. Then you're like, all right, well, yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. Maybe the, maybe the podcast keeps us accountable. But, yeah. But you know what? Deep down, I, like, I, I feel like... Real. I gotta yeah. keep it real. I because gotta... now you're putting your own dirty laundry. Well, not even dirty laundry, but your yeah, just... your, your business, yeah, you know, out there. out there. So now, like people, you know, whether they ever see you or not, like they know you by your content. So it's like, all right, well, you know, if he's doing this, and then you know they see you moving another way, contrary to that, now it's like, fuck. Now you got your own. That's and we're battle to deal with. So yeah, it's you're like, right, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's kind of hard. Like, I'm a it little, is hard. I'm a but, little nervous, too. But at the same time, dude, like, dude, I try not to be super hurt. I mean, we talk, and we've talked about this, too, right? Like, we're Christian guys, and we feel convicted about stuff. And, but at, at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know, this can get a little controversial. Yeah. Quick. Yeah, fuck it. We can go there. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like, yeah, you know, like we're keeping it real. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe, whatever. Anyway, this could be a little controversial, but it's like, look, we're Christian dudes, man. We're young guys. Mm-hmm. We're in our twenties. You know, testosterone flows through my body. Like, I like to have. We both like to have a good time. You know, yeah. um, we're not disrespectful. And no, not the people. The people that we're with, like we care about, and dude, I would say for the most part, we're pretty upfront. 
with and clear about our intentions yeah. um, with whatever it is, whether that's an actual relationship or, hey, you know, I'm really just looking for companionship right now. And, mm-hmm. You know, you can kind of decipher between the two what that is. Right. Um, pretty quick. Pretty, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like, yo, how can you, Some and some people might ask, you know, hey, how can you do that stuff? being quote-unquote worldly and still be like a Christian or call yourself a Christian man or mm-hmm. like living in aligned like with the values of the Bible. Right. And you know, and we've talked about this, right? And it, yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's on the forefront of my mind. It's a little bit of a struggle, I guess, but not really, you know? Mm-hmm. Because for me, and this, dude, this is the way I see it, dude, I could be completely wrong and God could be so like, yo, what the fuck was that? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like when, when we look back on this time but um, the way that I see it it's like look man I, dude I'm, I'm gonna embrace like us as human beings and the urges that we feel and then there are I think right and wrong ways to like do stuff mm-hmm. right and we always try to do stuff in accordance that's not gonna hurt somebody else or whatever like we don't get it right all the time um, but dude, I would say on, on the spectrum of dudes, like, like both, okay, so both you and I, because of what we do, we have to take, like, psychology test, right, mm-hmm. to be, to, to, to do what Clear it is. Clear to do what we do. Yeah, yeah, right? And so, for me, and I think for you too, extreme levels of empathy. Yeah, deep. Deep. Yeah. And to where it's like an issue, to where it's like, yo, like, we actually don't know if you can do this. That's what the psychologist told me. Mm-hmm. And so... It's like well, I still have my test. I forget the name of it, but yeah, like it, I was like in the upper ten percentile. Dude, of, I, I was like, he was the for me it was like you're you're the highest that's ever scored on the empathy chart for this test that we've taken. Yeah, Man, this was a while ago, right? And so, um, I'm still very much the same guy, you know. We I and this comes to looking being able to look across the table. Like mm-hmm. it, it's it really is about empathy. Like being able to put myself in your shoes or whoever shoes there is mm-hmm. uh, that that it is that you're dealing with, um, and you know because of that, you know I think we treat people right and with respect, and you know, in a point, yeah, you do. You take a little bit of a risk, like when you uh, show your hand and you're clear about your intentions, but you know it's the right thing to do, and the right thing's always the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not you like it, you know, at least they may or may not like it for what it is, but you at least have to respect it because it's like, hey, you know, I'm putting myself out there, yeah. and I'm he told me essentially told giving me. you the the option to make make an informed decision here, whether or not you want to be with me or not, in like a companionship capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing that always gets me, man. Is like even after I've come out and I've been clear and you know for whatever reason it doesn't work out or she says like hey I I ended up you know catching feelings or whatever like part of me still feels like okay maybe I had something to do with like dude, maybe I didn't explain myself enough or yeah, you know I feel that way too dude. yeah and dude maybe we didn't you know I don't know maybe right. we do the best we can but it's like 
I still feel bad because of the empathy. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to catch feelings. Dude, I've been on the other side of that mm-hmm. where I caught feelings. Um, but dude, I don't know. You just you just get over it. Like, you mm-hmm. move on. And like, the girl that I caught feelings for and like a friends with benefits arrangement or like a companionship arrangement, um, like, we're still friends, man. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's one of my best female friends and you could separate that. But dude, you just, you just like you just see it for what it is. Like, don't. Mm-hmm. It's it's not all about you. Like, if we're always continuously trying to look across the table, then dude, it's a lot easier to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I forgot we were. It's just like right. anything. Like the more rips you get at, you know, essentially just life experience. You know, the one, the better you are, equipped to like understand yourself and and deal with problems as they come. But then. Two, you're better suited to, like, help other people and, like, understand the situation for what it is. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, okay, this is what we were talking about. Coming back to how can you be Christian dudes and, like, do your thing here mm-hmm. and still call yourself, like, Christian or acting in accordance with the Bible. Mm-hmm. To me, dude, and we've talked about this, and this is where it kind of gets controversial. It's like, yeah, I still, dude, I, that's I don't, like a daily struggle for me. I don't focus too much on it. Um, like, if I don't feel it's destructive, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe, maybe there could be an element of blindness to that, but at the end of the day, man, like, Jesus gave us the commandment to go out and make more followers, mm-hmm. like, treat people how you want to be treated, like, the golden rule shit, like, it's pretty much the only thing we have to do. And that there's a huge action aspect to that. And there's a huge mm-hmm. execution to that. Dude, I know tons of Christians who, like, you know, they save themselves to marriage. They don't drink, you know. And they live these, like, super cookie-cutter, like, Structure. safe lives. Yeah. Um, dude, who, like, they're afraid. Like, they're timid people. Like, they're afraid to go out and even, like... Mm-hmm you know, do missions. Because, dude, you and me are Michelin-minded. Right. And that has a lot to do with what we do, right? But, so it feels very natural, like, to go to a foreign place and get done what it is that we have to get done. Mostly mm-hmm. through relationships. Um, dude, it's the same thing, man. Like, missions and going out and creating more disciples. And, dude, just even, just being yourself and, like, even having the conversation that we're having right now mm-hmm. about... Jesus about you know this kind of stuff dude it's it's imperative like dude most people just aren't doing that people in the church who claim to be Christians and they look down on hey you shouldn't be doing that stuff but at the same time it's like well well what are you do- okay so what are you doing that's better than me because the right. only thing that Jesus said bro was go out and do this and then I look at guys in the Bible like King David where God said like this dude was the the top dude that was after my own heart. Yeah. And look yeah. at all the shit a that man he did. after God's own heart. Yeah. yeah. And he's still revered as a great man and as an example. Yeah. Wrote the Psalms and And he was just course. as human as dude, you and me. Yeah. You know? He slept with some dude's wife. And killed that motherfucker. Had that dude <laughs> put on the front lines and like Yeah, that was he, a piece he, of he shit. yeah, he already knew what it was. Just so he could have his wife. And yeah, he know he fucked up. Yeah, you know, and like he got fucked up too. Yeah, 
But dude, you know, at the end of the day, like, he was still executing in accordance to what God wanted him to do. That's why God still reveres him. Like, he never, he never let go of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he let his emotions and his humanness and his desires and his flesh, you know, get to him. Um, you know, and that that's a piece of shit move, and we're human beings, and we're going to do piece of shit stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you think back and you judge David's life, like, do you judge him completely based off of that? No. God didn't. Yeah, God God definitely didn't. God judged him based off of what he was continuously doing for him. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, for us, like, if we're still keeping people's best interests in mind, and we're out there, you know, we're still living in the world and being quote-unquote worldly, bro, we're still fucking, you, you know, we're still out. Still getting it done. Dude, we're still getting it, we're, we're getting after it. Mm-hmm. We're still getting it done, you know. Like, you're not the only, like, I have these conversations with, people all the time if they're willing to listen mm-hmm. you know like I, I had the conversation with Stacy and she's more of like a hippie you know like oh I'm with the earth like type stuff and that's cool like maybe maybe there's more to that but you know she was pretty upfront. like hey this is where I'm at like I believe in you know like the horoscopes and you know also the kind of stuff and like well in my mind I was like yo that's bullshit um, but, <laughs> but, uh, dude, I mean, there's, there's a little bit of uh, a fear there where it's like, well, you know, my worldview and what I believe is very different. And so like, I'm going to go out on a limb here and take a risk and Hey, like I'm a truth seeker, man, more than I am like a Christian, mm-hmm. just me, like studying it all the time and like being into it and having the Christian experience and wholeheartedly making that decision on my own like I've just kind of realized that hey hey this is like this this is the truth so that's why I believe it because mm-hmm. you know I seek truth I found truth there's a lot of ev- like evidence here that proves that like this happened mm-hmm. um, more than anything else out there so let me ask you this like does that experience with her or her telling you about her experience make you question your own belief? Belief? I don't think so because it's like the only thing that because would, you're obviously open to it if you're like okay, yeah, entertaining her in a relationship. Oh, when so she claimed to be a Christian. And like still went to church and oh stuff. okay yeah I, so I, I that's that's my fault yeah, yeah. I automatically like no, no, associated no, no, yeah, yeah. like hippie with like but to, but she still was you know a okay. little bit um, and to me which is I think it was more born out of ignorance on her part mm-hmm. because do females they're very feeling man they're emotional beings so are we but a lot they are a lot more than men are right mm-hmm. um when I try to like really ratchet down, okay, well, why is it that you believe that, you know, or feel that? She couldn't really tell me. She was like, well, it just feels good, or like whatever. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was just really like la di da, like kind of attitude. Um, and she was just very much basing her like belief on, I guess, what felt good, man. Like. Mm-hmm not necessarily like seeking 
like hey is this is this right is this real like it's real to me you know but but is it like real mm-hmm. is it real real then it kind of comes back to like the matrix bro like if anybody's mm-hmm. ever seen the matrix like people live in the matrix but the matrix not real mm-hmm. what is real and them being in those pods like hooked up like to those cables and stuff like that that was real and so it was like well there's like an ignorance to what's really what's reality what's really going on around you and so like someone who's going to really buckle down and really try to seek hey truth as the most important thing Mm -hmm. not necessarily religion or like my christian belief but truth and in seeking truth i found you know hey this is right christianity like jesus died on the cross he rose again Mm -hmm. you know this is this is true this is it um and then have that experience with him that way dude it's profound and it's it's so much stronger and i'm so much more confident and solidified in that belief because in in the beginning like i'm a truth seeker first dude and the mm-hmm. bible talks about that like right hey seek truth like and it talks about truth 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 not religion yeah and jesus does like, and that's where people get it so mixed up is like i feel is that you get so and like the bible even talked about like the pharisees like they were so involved in like the rituals and like doing things the right way that they that yeah that they lost like the the relationship piece of like doing things that actually matter you know going out and reaching and and, you know talking to people and, and developing those relationships and through that being able to like share your truth you know that way versus oh well you know he doesn't do X, Y, Z, so we can't talk to him. We'll just shun him. Exactly. Type deal. So. And so, like, when, when I feel like people criticize, like, me or us for being out there, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, like, I don't know, man. Like, people kind of criticize Jesus for the same shit. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he was out at parties, he was drinking, and he was hanging out with people that were, quote-unquote, worldly. Right. And it's like, man, you know, I'm not... Jesus is perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not perfect. I'm trying to model my behavior after him and be out there and really have a good time and like connect with people. Not use people, but connect with people. Mm-hmm. But dude, I'm not perfect, man. Like we make mistakes. Like, yeah. Like, fuck, man. Like we were just talking about it. Like, females, listen. <laughs> listen. Listen to what I'm telling you right now. Newsflash. Newsflash. Females, we love you. Do not, do, do not. not let us fuck you on the first date. Please, please do not let us do that. Yeah, my respect for you drops way down. And it's not our job to do that for you. You gotta want to do it yourself. You gotta want to do it yourself. Because if you let me hit it, I'm gonna hit it. And then if you let me hit it raw... <laughs> In my head, I'm going to be screaming, but I'm still going to hit it raw. Why? Because it feels better than putting a condom on. And my pull-out game is strong, dude. Like, damn, why she let me do this? Yeah, it's like, Ugh, dude, dude uh, Patrice O'Neal had a pretty good joke about it, like back in 2011. But, females, please, if you do not get anything from this podcast, get this. You will not lose us as men... If you do not let us fuck on the first date, you just gotta know how to do it. Yeah. Just be like, hey, be, be tactful. 
Well, build the sexual tension. Like, if that's what you want to. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right? Be, but if you're, yeah. like, looking for a relationship and, like, hey, you're like us, like, you're open to, like, having sex before marriage, mm-hmm. wait till, like, the third date. If you yeah. if you make me wait to the third date, I'm going to respect the fuck yeah. out of you for it. And there's no, like, sit. I mean, just not the first time. Like, just not the first time. Yeah. Maybe not even the second time. If you can yeah. hold off the first two times and keep me wanting more and build the sexual intention, and I know, like, guys are good, man. Mm-hmm. Guys, guys are straight up. Guys are pretty straightforward. Like, whether into you or not, yeah. and the way that we're gonna be more into you and respect the fuck out of you is if like you don't let us have what we want right out the, the first gate. time. Yeah, we want to be with a strong woman that we respect, and that those are the women that we want to marry. So if you're trying to find a husband who's like a normal dude, but still like. You know, the dude still knows how to fuck. He's not a like a timid guy. You know, <laughs> he's not a fucking pussy. You know, don't let the guy fuck you on the first date. Yeah, don't please. I'm ba- don't I'm, do I'm praying. I'm don't praying. Do it. It, it's don't like do it. And for us, dude, it's like it's the devil on the shoulder. Like do it, do it. Fuck yeah. on the first date. Fuck on the first date. I'm gonna let you know right now. I'm taking the cookie if you give it to me. If you give me the cookie, I'm gonna take it. And look, I, women, females, we have empathy for you. We do. Yeah, and I'm going to feel don't... bad, but that's not going to stop me from doing it. Exactly. Why? I don't know. Because that testosterone, bro, like it fucking dumps on my brain. My penis gets hard and it, it becomes my new brain, bro. <laughs> I can't, I, you know, I can control it up to a certain extent, but like, dude, if it's there, then dude, it's one track mind. It's yeah, like, oh, I'm going this way. Dude, every single guy has that experience, by the way, ladies. Every sin- And if a guy hasn't had that experience, I'm sorry. He ain't lived long enough yet. Well, he ain't lived long enough, or, like, he's got an issue. Yeah. You don't, and you don't want to be with that guy. You don't want right. to end up with that guy. Nice guys finish last. Do for a reason. Like, for it's just like, you know, you don't want to be with a beta. You don't. Like, you want to be with a guy that's confident, and, but, and who's an... Maybe not necessarily in, like a huge alpha, but dude, we're both alpha dudes. We're competitive. Yeah. Like we go out there, we grab the shit that we want, and, and we get it. And dude, it falls in line like the way that we act in relationships too. We're still very respectful and all that other kind of stuff. And bro, I'm gonna be working to get the cookie. Mm-hmm. But you it's want a, yeah, you want to work. You it. you want us to work for it. You guys like to chase, and we like to chase just as much as you do. Do not make it easy for us to get it. Please. Please do not. Because when I get... When you eventually give us the cookie, it's going to be that much more special. Yeah. And like... And then we're not going to want to let you go. No. We're going to want to cuddle you afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take you out to breakfast and shit. <laughs> so true. Because we see you as a woman worth having. Yeah. Because you're not going to... Like, guys know that, like... We can, like, we're fucking bullshitters sometimes. Like, we get it. Oh, absolutely. Women do it too, bro. Yeah. And fucking ladies, you're not exempt from this. Ours just looks different. Yeah. And if a woman can keep us in check on our bullshit, because we're self-aware human beings. Mm-hmm. Bro. They got us. Dude, they do. Yeah. That's the sad part. Maybe we need to shut up and not give them so much game. No, this is for, this is value for all sexes. We're all sexes here. Like, we don't discriminate between who we're giving value and not value to. Ladies, we're trying to tell you 
do not give it up on the first date. Please. Don't do it. Don't do it. For your sake and for my sake. That's all I got to say about that. And that's all I got to say about that. And that's all I got to say about that. Man. This has been a good time, man. This has been a good time. Just I think it's a good pocket. I think shooting the breeze, dude. Shooting the breeze, but I think yeah. people, people have uh, some definitely some. I think we've given some people some things to think about. Yeah, and I don't know, man. Like this is our first one. Like kind of going back and forth. It was very like I like the whole unstructured feel to it. Yeah. Um, but. I think moving forward, like having, like we talked about, like having, um, like different things that like we're that we're reading, or um, different podcasts that we may be, you know, listening to, um, just kind of using that as our content and and just having like an open forum, you know, still not structured, but like just bringing bringing a conversation piece to the table and just and just yeah. talking about that is something that we talked about, um, maybe. You know, doing in the future. So, um, I mean, yeah. If y'all, if y'all like this, you know, you found it um, valuable. I mean, this, like I said, this is just straight improv. So this is us. Yeah, I mean, this is, we this, this is seven time. days a week. So, and if you like us, follow us us on like social media and connect with us that way. If you have stuff that you want us to talk about, like for me on Instagram, I'm at I think Jake Zipata. Yeah, and I don't even know what I'm at. To be honest, because. <laughs> I'm really checking, <laughs> but um, I will be uh making a a real one um just to uh, to to do this kind of stuff. So yeah, man. Um, Dude, this was good. I had a lot of fun doing this. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll sign off here. We've been doing this for about an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, I can't wait to like listen to it and see. Yeah, like, I know. What I sound like on uh on the, on this high high definition yeah, microphone. This high definition. This this Best two Buy. this this two way. What was it? A Yeti Yeti brand? Yeah, or we got a we got a Yeti blue. Yeah. But kind of cool looking. Wish y'all could see it. All right, everybody. We appreciate you listening. If you Signing like us, off. Yeah, we're gonna sign off. If you like us, give us a like. Follow us yeah. on social media, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Yeah, I'm gonna go pee now. <laughs> Lit. <laughs>